Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast and for today's episode we have with us Ms Himanshi Jain who's currently working as a talent business partner at Thoughtworks. Hi Himanshi, thank you for joining us. Hi Arjit, thank you so much for giving me that opportunity. It's our honor to have you. So to begin with could you please take us through your career journey so far? Sure Arjit. So I have a start. I have a very interesting story to tell. I have started my journey with a hope that I'll join as a finance person because I've done my MBA in finance so I was searching for an internship my one condition I was looking for a paid internship because belonging to a small town wanted to be an independent one so thinking to get a paid internship so I landed up in a fintech startup uh, with an hope that some time later i can get finance job as well <laughs> um, but yeah l- luckily i got a hr internship there after working 3 months there i realized oh, this is my field uh, i wanted to grow and progress in hr domain itself after that after 3 months in recruitment there i worked with another startup called red carpet where I, my role is more of a hr generalist sort where i started things with a scratch different crowd all together and created certain policies for them after that uh, i completed my mba then joined a korean startup where for i have spent around 4 5 months there where i was as a recruitment consultant uh, basically we hire for uh, different companies there so i got a lot of introduction with technology at that time because it was a core in the startup they come up with different tools uh, zendesk trello slack other things and it was like first time exposure to me so i learned and enjoyed that journey after that thoughtworks come into the picture uh, i still remember my first day when i joined thoughtworks i saw 200 230 people on the floor for the first time i was like is it the right place am i at the right place then i started my journey i got a very good mentor there sanchita and i joined as a people operations coordinator role uh, where i was taking care of onboarding exit employee engagement part that's how my journey started after an year or so when i started getting lot of exposure in terms of different domains apart from onboarding exit i got an exposure around lgbtq community aspects as social change and all because earlier these were the terminology to me but when i joined thoughtworks it brings lot of meaning to those words and it brings lot of meaning to my life as well after an year i transition to a tbp role i have played tbp people champion role these are two terminology that we use in industry term it's called hrbp so i played this role for 
ThoughtWorks Gurgaon office for ThoughtWorks Italy uh, market now recently started for ThoughtWorks Hyderabad also so journey has been going great every day it's a learning getting an exposure to day to day concerns from people side from di side and other aspects so that's all about me amazing journey you've had and considering that you're fairly young so i'm uh, really wishing that a lot more has to come and may you achieve great successes and as you mentioned that even i mean i can completely resonate when you said that okay i wanted to go for finance but you somehow landed in hr and then you realized that okay this is actually your calling considering i have i have also had a similar journey considering i was also very inclined towards finance but somehow the opportunities that came my way were also somewhere related to hr so i thought maybe this is actually my calling and this is something which is meant to be so it's all about liking your work at the end of the day because you have to do it every day so yeah great to know about uh, that archit because even whomsoever i encounter now so it's my personal observation people first interest is not hr but then they landed up into hr and they started enjoying it i think there are a lot of like presumptions around there and people have a lot of weird thoughts about what hr really does however it has completely transformed and is nowhere in real similar to what people actually have in their minds so high time we change it and the podcast like these could be like one source of doing it so Uh, as you mentioned that when you started working and you sort of transitioned from different companies you realized that okay work cultures are also different in these different companies so my next question to you is that how do you think the work culture has changed in today's time or between different organizations and what do you think are some of the policies that can help organizations to grow efficiently okay so interesting question i can say because when i joined my first internship i told you i remember filling up that registers now like login log of hours and all now moving it to like different flexible environment flexible working hours work from home hybrid it's up to you you decide when you want it to work so in terms of flexibility giving that acknowledgement that people have their own life it's important to have a balance between personal and professional i think that is one thing that has grown so far another is people coming from various diverse backgrounds earlier you were saying like in top leadership position usually you find only males are there but now i can share you personally in thoughtworks in our org leadership female Uh, a lot <laughs> lot of people who are uh, coming from various different domains are there people joining us from maternity breaks after different different career breaks become quite normal people from lgbtq communities joining different people from polytechnic background they come up we invest certain skills certain programs are there to help them in building up their journeys so with diverse background diverse people lot of innovative ideas also come into the picture along with that earlier the policies more related to the employee what is the beneficial for what is beneficial for organization now things have moved from organization to people or now we have 
personal health uh, budgets are available for our personal growth now mental health has also become a trending topic where people started talking around it lot of companies have come up with different programs i think these all things are grown a lot and policies in terms of including all those components in um, benefits in your structure providing that flexibility played a crucial role and when people feel satisfied attached been taken care at the end organization is built with people if they are happy then they put their best in order to achieve our goals very very beautifully mentioned i mean i completely 100% agree with the last line that you said that it's actually people who make up the organization and if people are happy organizations are going to be run happily and are going to achieve all the targets that they have in their mind if they're not keeping their people happy if they're not really taking care of the people do not expect organizations to flourish out of the blue as we say so yeah right <laughs> so as you as you mentioned that today there has been a shift where we used to give a lot of attention to what organizations really need i mean what are organizational goals but today we have also started giving due attention to personal goals of our employees so that you know whether they want to achieve something whether they want to go for the higher education there are various programs in place where you know companies also sponsor it or you know make or let employees do it uh, simultaneously so how do you as as an as an hrbp how do you ensure that the organizational culture supports individual growth and development while maintaining focus on achieving organizational targets also because it's sort of like both things should go hand in hand yeah so i think it started with the time the person got onboarded in the project like in the organization itself because i always say first impression is the last impression that it's a old saying and matters a lot uh, i remember those are one case during the covid time one person joined us and uh, on the same day he got covid and his whole family got covid everyone is admitted and he called me hey, i'm not able to attend onboarding session so we were like okay it's fine we will accommodate you in the next batch we do it because at that time it's necessary and intent is with that simple gesture person feel hey company value me company value my family it's the right organization for me to join and after that after week person joined us they take all the time to understand thoughtworks and all in thoughtworks we have multiple programs like first first you understand whom you need to reach out for each and every concern who all are your spokes that's the intention second know the company once you know why we are doing certain things then you feel belong to it after that there are programs that help them in understanding their basic core practices that we are developer is in product company or it's in service based company every company has their own working style so we can't expect you we can't expect a person hey let's assign into a project and let them do what they wanted to do it's better to give that guidance give that idea how we used to run what's our ideology and providing that safe space also if you are not agree share your point of view i think providing that safe space is also important that help them in growing uh, in their journey also apart from that we have do a 
communities, like deaf community internally, uh, where people across different projects come, talk, do a chit chat, share, this is happening, that is happening in my project. And that's how knowledge sharing happened. And knowingly and unknowingly, you are helping people with their experiences. It's it's not necessary, you know, you learn from your experience. You, you can be smart enough to leverage other experiences as well. And that's how you grow. Apart from that, there are personal groups also. Like if, for example, I like traveling. So we have traveling group. Oh, wanted to go on a trek, finding uh, suitable options and all. So these are the things that help uh, people to bring a balance in personal and professional life. It's not like... In office as eight hours, we will talk around work, work, work. <laughs> so it should be a good balance so that people feel motivated to come and join the meetings uh, uh, on Zoom. Because I know there's a lot of fatigue around, a lot of meetings on Zoom. So people have come up with an idea. Let's be a meeting-free Friday so that it would be easy for everyone to accommodate and everyone feel Relax now. They can invest some time in their self learning or their deep work. Meeting free Friday is a great concept. I would really want. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it for the first time, but it has really like it just very sounds very catchy, and I hope that becomes a reality very very soon. So hopefully. Um, so yes, you very correctly mentioned um, all the points. I completely agree. And um, I think today organizations have become a lot more democratic and they let employees function according to their own whims. Uh, but at the same time, they make sure that, okay, the work, work is not being compromised. Their targets are being met. Organizational goals are being achieved. Business is being created. So um, that balance has somewhere been achieved and way to go. Hope we maintain all the good work that we have been doing. So my next question to you is, what strategies do you employ to create an inclusive work environment where diverse perspectives are valued while ensuring that the organizational objectives are also met? Yeah. So for that, I think uh, our first thing that I've already shared with you here, it has started from recruitment itself, like getting our diverse work in the office itself, because that is the first preliminary step that we can do. So coming up from uh, women coming from mater after maternity breaks or career breaks, that is one way. Another is people from pride community can come into the picture. Another could be from people from different backgrounds. They don't have uh, like a education sort like a P-Tech or so. People can come from different uh, backgrounds, uh, less uh, off campuses, and all that could be there but first you hire them then what to do next so there would be a program that is help them in enabling their journey so it could be a classroom training classroom trainings sessions with uh, trainers where we understand the need understand the background from where they are coming from each and every person have their own strengths and each person to leverage upon on those strengths with the help of trainers and then modulate them as per the organization structure. Find the avenues how instead of directly putting into a heavy client-facing environment, put it in our internal project. See, first they understand 
the ceremonies, understand the basic concepts, basics, practices. Once they feel confident, assign them into a project. But yeah, guide, that guide, trainers, mentors played a very, very crucial role to give them a push, to give them an encouragement. Hey, you are on right track. Because when people are coming from different background, I face, they are sometimes, they are have facing imposter syndrome when they come into the project. Hey, everybody's performing, but I'm not performing up to the mark. So giving that guidance, hey, it's okay. You are new. Giving that confidence to them, giving that encouragement. It's okay to ask. So providing that a safe space where people feel comfortable to say, hey, I don't know this. So if I can say, I don't know this, and people can say, I can teach you. That is enough for creating an inclusive environment. Another is sensitize people because I can't blame everybody's coming from different states, different backgrounds. So I remember my first day when I joined ThoughtWorks, somebody asked me, what are your thoughts around LGBTQ community? I'm like, I have not heard about it. I don't know who they are. So uh, it's my personal experience. Then I researched, I got to know. And I believe few, many of the people might not know about it. So when such campaigns are happening in an organization, doing an awareness session, what does it mean? If What are the simple tips and tricks, simple ways, simple things. When you know, don't know the pronoun of a person, how you can interact. Uh, also, when somebody join in your team, how you can interact. So these are basic things. So giving that awareness, or to the, it's not with the people you are working in, it's with the office premises also. There are housekeeping staff or any other thing. So giving that awareness to them, it helps people to, it helps person to feel more belonged, inclusive, and safe because nobody is judging them they are feeling welcomed yeah i guess making the person feel comfortable and sensitizing the rest of the people both are extremely important and you know we cannot do with one less of it considering that okay it's an environment that are we that we are going to that are we that we are trying to create and an environment consists of different people different aspects different units so we need to work on everything and not just concentrate on creating an inclusive environment by letting people who belong to different community come into the organization but at the same time people who are already into the organization a part of the organization should also be sensitized to you know how to be more acceptable to these people who are coming in so my last question to you is related to that only as i wanted to talk to you about this concept of allyship, considering that it's the Pride Month and we keep on talking about, uh, you know, what are your views about around LGBT plus community. So, but at the same time, talking about allyship is also very important. And considering I'm right now seeing your background, it says square is unerasable. So I would really love to know your thoughts around this. Sure, I think. Thank you. Uh, for that, I think allyship, it's an interesting concept altogether. Like it's not limited. You are there for the person to help them, enable them, and support them in their journey. It's more to them. First, to be an ally, it's a continuous journey. It's not like okay, I have assigned you an ally for somebody, 
and you need to play the role it's not like that it's more around understanding it's more around keeping yourself updated what is it like there it's there's no limit on content it's like i just google it or i just read let's read a book or i just watch a series so my journey is complete no i can say it's a continuous journey you learn every time there's a scope you learn acquire knowledge and got more insight into it first learning things acquiring knowledge day to day basis whenever you have time another could be providing that safe space that person can share your challenges with them what are their challenges because no matter how much you say i understand your challenges but in the in depth of our heart we don't we never face those challenges so it's easy to say i understand but it's difficult to relate to join their points to understand give them a ear okay i am there for you i have your back share your thoughts share your opinions that matters a lot another where ever you see there are certain jokes are being placed or anything you have courage to challenge those because that's important first thing you heard it you ignore it but another thing if you are true ally at least share your point of view maybe out of 5 10 people one people will agree with you but that's how you are able to bring the change in the thoughts in the opinion how uh, people looked at them another there are right now i've seen lot of cafes lot of businesses that has been run by lgbtq community folk if you know about them so go there cheer them up help them support them in their journeys there are different communities like pride circle is there uh, and other community be you can be associated with them there are people who might have dropped the from their education or they didn't get a chance to have right set of education so if you if if you have skills to give some do some knowledge sharing there help them in their career mapping at least help them in making financially independent whenever you feel they have need create a group do help them in whatever ways you can because at that time guidance played a very crucial role if you are there to help them that's how you can be a true ally i completely completely agree with what you said and i'm so happy um, your point just literally feel like coming from your heart so it just reflects how good person how good a human you are so uh, thank you so much for joining us today on this episode i'm so happy to do this podcast with you and to share and to get to know your amazing point of views on different topics during a conversation i'm so happy hey thank you so much and i'm so happy that at least we get a chance to interact and having this fruitful discussion completely and thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode yeah. thank you so much